the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Once again, we have a benefit, a leg up on the rest of the nation as our country is sold out from traitors posing as politicians. This is the one silver lining about being from the Democrat mafia stronghold of America known as Chicago. We have the perfect insight. Those of us that can read still have some dignity and do not employ ourselves with the Marxist mafia. We have insight that most Americans don't have. And that is why when Illinois Supreme Court, laughable, fraudulent court, takes away a principle of Americanism, we knew it was coming. Is there anybody here who did not think that the wife of a two-bit short-in-the-pants gangster who heads up the Illinois Supreme Court was going to rule in the favor of the principles of America as her scumbag lowlife husband when he's not banging $30 whores at Tavern on Rush, known as Ed Burke, when he's not embarrassing himself, his family, and the nation in general. She's his wife. She sits on the Illinois Supreme Court. So this whole thing that we've got weaponized bureaucracy. The FBI is weaponized. We think it's weaponized. We think the IRS is weaponized. That's, those are pawns in the chess game of totalitarianism. The most important piece that is weaponized is our judicial system. These aren't judges. They're Democrat assets. Unfortunately, I try to take it easy on her. Because after all, she has to see that short-in-the-pants, pretend, half-assed gangster Ed Burke coming at her after the Viagra kicks in. So I knew how this judgment was going to go down way before today. It's banned. This morning, the court ruled the ban is constitutional, overturning an earlier decision. It's under tour. I even like the way these idiots, these talking mannequins, these moron propagandists from Pravda called Chicago media. It's it's we're going to we're going to uphold the infringement on a constitutional fundamental principle. And and we said it's constitutional, but they know it's not. And that's why the greatest thing to happen is the example of Illinois and Chicago, how you took arguably one of the best cities in the country into the hellhole ghetto it is today should be an example that is studied by students for the next 400 years is following breaking developments in our control center. Sandra? Regina, this decision means the state's assault weapons ban will remain law in Illinois, at least for now. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the Protect Illinois Communities Act. J.B. Pritzker, an oligarch in the mafia. His, his unattractive family, that, that troll of Flintstone characters, has been dishing out money to these gangsters for decades, for generations. It's the only reason you know his name. It's not because he ever did anything the butter-handed pansy that he is. But what he did is own an entire state. The Pritzker 
mafia, the Democrat mafia owns every aspect of it. So this should come to no surprise to you if you're paying attention, if you can read, if you weren't unfortunately undereducated at CPS. Earlier this year, the legislation bans dozens of specific brands or types of rifles and handguns like the AR-15. Somebody tell the gangster disciples. Somebody tell the Sinaloas. Somebody tell the wretched scum that on average kills, what, 33 people a weekend? You know, the only real question is, will there be more people killed this weekend than there was in the questionable fire in Miami? That's the only real question. Little office pool. What do you think, Squirrel? Under, over? Ah, We'll talk about it later. And AK-47. It also restricts the sale of high-capacity magazines. Ooh, none of that matters to the scum educated in the CPS school system that has destroyed the quality of life everywhere there's Democrats. So what do they do? I know. Send out the tramp to put lipstick on the pig. It'll all be great. (laughs) Hey, everybody. (laughs) Seems like you have some fans here. You should have fans here. In fact, all of these corrupt whores, all of these two-bit half-assed gangsters, this is their hub. Let's just move Washington, D.C. to Chicago. God knows you got the empty commercial space for it. Oh, I am a fan of everyone here. Brilliant. This is the think tank that's in control. If somehow they should, they should not be able to keep that fraud alive, some refer to as president. Here's how the vice president responded when asked what she thinks about when she wakes up in the morning. Our democracy. Wherever I think everything is at stake right now. Yeah. You should think about what's that itch. In the, in the meantime, what you have is her in Chicago. This is how you start to, to tell losers they're winners. This is how you make fascists feel important. This is how you paint the lipstick on the pig that is totalitarianism. Because you have these frauds, these children, these Democrats, entitled and ignorant. But they're certain that they're on the right track, even in the face of 180 years of failure and corruption called Marxism. Your generation is critical. It's critical. Two. It's critical to this issue. You are critical to this issue. We are counting on you. We need you. You are critical to this issue. You are everything. 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 Brainwash. It's like the Harry. Oh God! It's like the, just give them a tambourine. They're like the Harry Krishnas without the without the interesting clothing or the good haircut. In the meantime, what you have is somebody who is underqualified. Would be a, 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 a really too too kind of a statement. Kamala Harris is the perfect example of a Democrat asset, qualified to do nothing but tell absolute fraudulent lies. Never achieved anything with her clothes on in her life. And. And, and, and a human right, I heard somebody in the audience say, and, and, it, and it is about freedom, right? And, and so chant freedom as you take away the principles of freedom. See, what freedom is, you moron, put your clothes on. What freedom is, means I don't have to be intimidated by your scallywags and your wretched scum that you produce in your school system and your welfare system. You see, I don't get to be ripped out of my car. I don't get to be robbed and beat up. I get to shoot every one of these rat bastards as they try to take over my property and my life. It's the right to life. There is no freedom without it. There's just a slavery that I could earn my way up if only you shorten the pants corrupt gangsters like me. Including, and this is a very maybe simple point, but I think very important, 
The freedom to just be. You stupid son of a dog. And this is a lawyer? This is a lawyer. with an, Forget about vice president. We all know how she got there, and she's got the battle scars and stretch marks to prove it. However, what you really have here is an idiot, an absolute and total idiot. So hard for gun safety all this time. I, and you've seen the changes in it. I'm just wondering how you're thinking about Guns are like pens. They're just a tool. What this country needs, what Chicago needs, what Cook County needs, what everyone needs is scum control see the problem in chicago is you can't seem to control your scum not at all about this issue right now in this moment vote.gov <laughs> now you tried to bribe the scum tried to give houses and food tried to give a little walking around money and cell phones it's not working so good so now you're at your wits end and you are now going to pretend you're helping things when you make honest people easier targets better victims And now you have the equality that you've always heard about. Never really understood it. This is what equality and squalor looks like. Ironically, you know who knows this? The immigrants who are leaving these policies, these corrupt fascists. The immigrants from all around the world understand exactly what is going on here. And they also know what the Hunter Biden scandal is. You see, they're dictators and they're corrupt oligarchs. They have bag men, too. They're ironically not as obvious as Hunter Biden is. And now, with this new designation, it's hard to see the distinction because Merrick Garland had said David Weiss had the full power and authority. So now... So David Weiss and Merrick Garland and 85% of all bureaucrats are nothing better than Illinois Supreme Court justices. They're Democrats. They have no principles, no integrity, no understanding of what Americanism is. But they're hell-bent on destroying it. Isn't that right, ferret face? I'm here today to announce the appointment of David Weiss as a special counsel, consistent with the Department of Justice regulations. Pay attention, Squirrel. This guy is worth $40 million. Nobody knows how, but he's another Chicago Democrat, ugly to the bone, worth $40 million. And he's talking to you now. Governing such matters. But wait, don't you want to ask him questions? Well, that's okay. Some of the reporters wanted to ask him questions as well. Thank you. If you as Attorney Weiss had the authorities what he needed, why would he need to be a special counsel? Do you still have faith in U.S. Attorney Weiss after the deal fell apart? And like every Chicago Democrat coward, when they're not a tavern on Rush with a $30 whore on their arm and a pocket full of stolen money, they run out of the room. See, what Merrick Garland, the ferret-faced, ugly fraud, doesn't understand is you'll stand there and you'll answer every fracking question because nobody voted for your crooked ass. Nobody. You work for everybody in that room and everybody listening right now. So what you've just proved is you understand you are in the mafia and you've got absolute and total protection. Now, let's hear from some real lawyers. Jonathan Turley. I was not surprised, uh, but I was not nearly as delighted as I uh, would have been two years ago when many of us were calling for this appointment. Uh, They waited for the appointment of a special counsel after the, the statute of limitations has run on critical crimes like the tax violations in 2014-2015. They waited until Weiss himself was accused of slowing or, uh, or, inter- or suppressing efforts. Uh, at least- you mean like here in Chicago with the short-in-the-pants gangsters like Ed Burke and Mike Madigan? When is their trial? Now, everybody for five decades knew what they were, right? Half-assed pansy gangsters. Well, all the short-in-the-pants mafia always has been. 
And everybody knew what they were, so they get pinched. And somehow, undeniably, somebody pulls their head out of their ass at the forever bothering Italians of the Federal Bureau of Incompetence, referred to as the FBI. And they said, hey, this scam is even too much for us to sweep under the rug the way we have for 45 fracking years. So we're going to bring him up on charges. But don't worry, we'll slow walk it. And when he goes to trial, it'll be a week after he's dead. In the meantime, don't say anything. Everyone still thinks he lives in the house he hasn't lived in for years. We'll ignore him at his castle in Dublin with the real low countertop so he feels like a man. But here's how it works when you're not in the mafia. All right, now to the latest developments in the former president's criminal cases. A trial date is now being proposed by special counsel Jack Smith in Washington, D.C. for the federal election meddling case. And today in Miami, the first court proceeding since Trump's indictment will begin at 10 a.m. The hearing set on the protective order issued by Smith, which Trump's legal team argues impedes on his First Amendment rights. National political correspondent Avajoy Burnett joins us. So see, they're going to they're going to bum rush this through. Because the people are starting to get sick and tired of what we've all known. And if you're here and you're a decent person and you're not part of the half-assed, butter-handed mafia, you know what it is. That the entire system, the bureaucracy we call our government, isn't a republic anymore. Kamala Harris, for once in her miserable existence, is right. It's a absolute and total mobocracy. Where the, as long as you have a plausible amount of the mob... You could do anything you want. We'll fast track this case. We'll slow walk all of them around the world. And by the way, we just know this short in the pants fraud, Mike Madigan's name. They're in every borough. They're in every county. They're in every state. They're everywhere. There's a Democrat because this is how it works. And you want to know what's funny? They're even in other countries because this gangster government philosophy, this is all over the place. Zelensky fires heads of military enlistment in all Ukrainian regions. Citing corruption allegations, he says the charges could amount to treason. Kiev has been clamping down on graft as part of reforms asked for by the West. Because out of the 128 million, or billion, excuse me, 128 million, that's what they steal in Chicago. Out of the 128 billion dollars, they can't find much of it. It's getting too obvious. So what Zelensky's going to do is fire the first guys to take the rap when and if this country ever does an audit of what exactly is happening into the money we're sending to the other corrupt nation, the one that's very similar to us, only it's led with guys with a vol on the end of their name. In the meantime, what do these gangsters here want to do? Keep the money flowing everywhere. President Biden is asking Congress for more than $20 billion in emergency aid to support Ukraine. $13 billion would go toward emergency defense aid. The other $8 billion would go toward humanitarian support through the end of the year. Humanitarian support? Why don't you take a look at the ghetto? Pick one. Let's just do Chicago because we're here. Why don't you take a look at the ghetto this weekend? You tell me who needs more humanitarian aid than the ghettos led by Democrat mafia members. But that's all right. They're going to have a little time to reflect today. After all... One of their favorite political dimwit whores was in town. <laughs> hey, everybody. 312-642-5600. Shut up! Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I love about these cowardly fascists called Democrats. All of them have their own bodyguards. Fat Pritzker, I wonder, could you give me a bodyguard for Pritzker? Can anybody read the back 
of any kind of food package or perhaps the calories on a menu. Can you put him on a diet if he's going to run for president because he's repulsive and, and fascistic? In the meantime, they brag openly about how important even their fruit of their loins are. And I find this most difficult when it comes from a scumbag like Biden. I really do. You want to talk about a low-rent family. It's a disgrace to everything. And they all have Secret Service? You know, I didn't know this, Squirrel. His grandkids have Secret Service? And, uh, and now my, I have a, a bunch of grandchildren. They all have Secret Service. And my daughter has Secret Service. And, you know, it's, it's just wonderful. <laughs> and that's why they're all advocates for disarming the honest man. Right? Because they like this. Does the IRS have weapons? I remember reading the IRS. Why would those egghead? Oh, because they're taking our money against our will. Oh, like extortionists. You mean like a mafia member? Starting to see a trend here. I really, really am. And uh, I see it all around the world, wherever these the, the Democrats are. And even if they don't have the courage to call themselves Democrats. I believe in Ukraine, they're called Azov Nazis. But in any case, any case they operate the same way. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky says he's firing all regional military enlistment officers. After a nationwide inspection, authorities opened 112 criminal cases, including bribery and illegal border crossings. 112 cases just among the, the military upper echelon. So they're literally, what are they doing? They're just selling the weapons? Are we even sending weapons? Is it bags of cash? I mean, I, could re- I do remember, I, I, I could be wrong, but I thought it was bags of cash. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. Anastasia Kozitska was caught by the authority. I wonder if Anastasia, I'll, I'll bet you this. Sure, she's a political whore, crook like all the rest of the Democrats. But I'll bet you she's not half as repulsive as Kamala Harris. I don't think so. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. Yeah, you knew you'd get there if you could put up with it long enough, honey. You earned it. You're one of the few that earned it. And in this Zelensky clip, which is an international news outlet, when they go to the reporter to discuss it, guess what happens, Squirrel, for two minutes? Guess what happens? The feed is cut. Those who want to keep their army rank, Zelensky says, should go and fight Russian troops on the front lines. Why don't don't you go? Hey, Zelensky. Hey, Zelensky, you talk like a tough guy. Now, I know. I could slap the taste out of your mouth with one arm tied behind my back, even in the old days when I was half drunk. In the meantime, what I know is you're a coward. You got your little green T-shirt on. Why don't you go fight him, tough guy? We're dismissing all regional military commissars. The system should be run by people who know exactly what war is and why cynicism and bribery at a time. See, I don't like all this murder and mayhem. You know, not to mention it's bad for the planet. Why don't we just take all the weapons away? And you guys fight each other, you know, like men, like in a tavern. And winner takes all. You want to do that? Or will Ihor Kolomoisky get his ass kicked if he had to fight? Because that's who you're really fighting for, you corrupt whore. You're almost as bad as a Chicago Democrat. You'd blend right in, though. They're all about five foot three. They make me look like a center. Uh, Glenn Oakbrook. Yeah, Sean, you know, uh, all of these uh, people in Washington take an oath to the Constitution, and, and they have no loyalty, and they're, they're not men and women of honor. It's well, unbelievable. They would have to be oath keepers, and they don't have any, they have no intention to keep the oath to principles. You see, because that doesn't make them rich. What do you think Ed Burke would be if he was an actual lawyer? You think he'd be nearly half as rich as he is now? I don't even think he's a real lawyer, but what do you think if he just, let's say he is, you think he'd be as rich as he is now? How about Mike Madigan? 
What do you think these guys would have to do if they had to work for a living? Or their entire inner circle? You know how disgusting it always was all my life to see these half-assed pansy gangsters walk around like success when every dollar they ever had was because of political corruption? They're not men. Men keep oaths. Men have character. They understand what it means to be principled. These are not men of character. They're Democrats. They tell you right in front. Thank you very much. You know, I used to laugh. I didn't know who Ed Burke was. I saw this big drunken pig with two hookers. That I'll tell you what, I wouldn't let him dry my car off. This is going back to the 90s. I asked my buddy, I said, who's that? He goes, ah, that's that, that Democrat charlatan, Ed Burke. You had to see him living it up. I said, the one with the wife who's a Supreme Court justice? Yeah, that's him. What a scumbag. And I think the kids are lobbyists, right? Or is that, or is that Madigan? I can't keep my short-in-the-pants gangsters straight. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You can always tell when it's Friday, Squirrel steps it up in the music department. Like Dick Biondi without the die job. May he rest in peace. So we had Sergeant Dino on the line, and Sergeant Dino wanted to tell me about the... Said He said Pritzker has a... Shooting range was got No, 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 Sergeant Dino. That is a front for tax avoidance. It's a Pritzker museum. Ooh, it's a museum. It's where they get to pretend to be men, and they have cocktail parties, and they have fundraisers, and they, more importantly, don't pay any taxes because they occupy real estate they own, and then they say they would pay themselves a ridiculous amount, so they never pay any taxes. It's a front, and that I don't think has anything to do with our own J.B., with the T-Rex arms that can never wash his crevices or his crotch. No, this one I believe is headed up by the prettiest of all the Pritzker women. The most beautiful of them all. The 65-year-old man pretending to be a woman is the one who I believe is in charge of that. But I can't keep my freak show straight. Ed Burke's the tall one, right? Yeah, all right. Uh, Dominic Displains. Dom. Hey, Sean. What's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, look, you know, I'm a bus driver. So everywhere I go in Chicago, they're closing down banks faster than they're building Dunkin' Donuts. Why is it that they're turning them into COVID testing facilities? Because there's a a lot more money in the uh, inside game of stealing $200 billion than there is to try to be a bank of extortion. And here's the thing. Banks are being destroyed across the country nobody's really talking about it that's why if you have a neighborhood local bank you're you're lucky number one you should occupy that bank because they are under extensive pressure by the government to go out of business they want a controlled system five or six banks because they're working lockstep to be able to shut your money off like you were a chinese communist citizen that's what i think yeah and you know those tests those covid test stations it's a great way to launder a lot of that money and uh as we're i i i'm I wonder if we are like California, where they had the actual Chinese communists that were creating the virus in those, releasing them. Come on in for a test, and they give it to you through the swab. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. How'd you be? How much longer you gotta you gotta go till you retire, kid? Five more years. Come on, hang in there. Will you hang in there, and then you call me. You move down. Get the hell out of there. It's a miracle you're still alive. You got it, brother. Thank you, Dom. You, Jerry Western Burbs. Hey, Sean, a couple points here for you. I don't know if you're up on the local trivia, but I was cruising through the southwest side today. Yeah. 
and I happened uh, stopped at the light with the panhandler, and I look up and there's the park. <laughs> Honorable Michael J. Madigan. I'm Ooh. thinking, who in the hell did they name that after? It couldn't be the former speaker. Were there a bunch of drug addicts and fentanyl freaks walking around there like a zombie land? Because if that's the case, I say they should keep his name on all that stuff. But as far as no, bums I, go... I, I was wondering why they didn't take his statues out. Uh, it, it turns out it was just one of those little Lego toys. I oh, I like that. You could have you could have won with with uh, yard or lawn jockey, too. That would have been good. <laughs> Jerry, thank you very much. And, and, and by the way, that has no, uh, there's no exclusivity on bums. The difference is the bums out here in the suburbs... They all have clean new shoes. See, that's the first thing, Squirrel. If I teach you anything, it's this. Always look at the shoes of a bum. If they're clean, you take the sack and you drive off. I like to watch them run. Dirty up the shoes a little bit, Democrats. Uh, Harry, downstate. Hey, I uh, noticed on Twitter that Dr. David Martin was talking about COVID. He was talking about back in 1965 was when they first discovered it i thought it was a uh, something new well, the word isn't new the, the the way in which it's used is but the most important the most interesting thing about the bioweapon that was released on mankind is that pfizer opened up a research and development lab in wuhan china now now i want you to think about how big pfizer is they could have been any they're worldwide they could have gone anywhere why would they open up a research and development lab in 2009 in communist China, in Wuhan. That's a perplexing, but it, it goes simultaneously with EcoHealth Alliance and the funding by the NIH through the Bagman EcoHealth Alliance, funding to create a bioweapon that could be used to take away the rights and lives and principles of Americans and all humanity. Because that is the greatest attack on life itself. Not because it was successful. Thank God it was made in China. If it would have been made in Germany, it would have killed five times the amount of people. But because it was made in China and everything sucks that's made in China, it, uh, didn't, it what, didn't kill as many as intended. But what it did do is destroy the relationship between citizens and governments around the world. And it's interesting, Harry, to do the research on when Pfizer opened up that lab. And what else is interesting is to see how the countries you thought were the most socialist where the most willing slaves are putting up a bigger fight for the truth than the Americans who are all cashing in on it. Right, Fauci? Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. What do you mean you think we got something from the the prettiest Pritzker of them all, the one who heads up the military museum? Throughout my career, I have... No, wrong transvestite, squirrel. Uh, Mitchell, this explains. Hey, uh, Sean, you know, Pfizer and Fauci are nothing more than incubators going back to that 2009 lab in Wuhan. They've been doing that for decades, Daddy-O. Yeah. And do you really think that Fat Albert, okay, when he can't put down a second pizza, is really concerned about the thugs and the gang members that are going to be complying with this latest Illinois Supreme ruling? Not on your life. Well, here's the thing, Mitchell, you understand this from now on. You have to you have to adopt the philosophy of the old Soviets. Don't discuss what you have as far as weapons, what you feel about weapons with people you do not know, because the fascists will be using that information to come and take your assets. That's the game here. And that's why they talk about gun control when what everybody knows, even the Democrats scum, they know they need scum control. That's why Ed Burke and Mike Madigan and all the rest of them have a security team. That's why they all travel with a security team. 
They know they just have to placate the, the, the few Democrats out there that actually think they're a political party and give a wink and a nod to the rest of the crooks in it. And when it comes to judges, oh, I got a clip. How much time do I got? Not much. Damn it. All right. I want you to hear what happened in Washington, D.C. Just a little window into what you think will happen when Democrat judges have any issue at hand. Who you're dealing with. Never forget, they're Democrats. They're all morons. To give you a sense of how unqualified this nominee is, she listed in her judiciary questionnaire her top 10 litigated cases. I just want you to pause and read this for a second. Her top 10, she did a driver's license revocation. She did a second driver's license revocation. She did an unemployment benefits appeal. She did another unemployment benefits case. She did another unemployment benefit case. And her sixth case was an unemployment benefits case where on the opposing side was a pro se litigant. In other words, this poor fella didn't have a lawyer. And you know what? The pro se litigant beat her. She lost to a pro se litigant. She's a nominee to be a federal judge and have rulings that affect the quality of our lives. But more importantly, she's a member of La Cosa Nostra. She's not there because she can do anything. She's there because she's a step and fetch mafia member. What's her seventh most consequential case? I'm sorry, there isn't one. There's not an eighth. There's not a ninth. There's not a tenth. Get them young because you're essential to what we're doing, which is destroying the principles of the youngest, the richest and the freest nation through the Marxist mafia posing as Democrats. 312-642-5600. When they're talking, we are here today because Donald Trump is exerting an influence campaign. I don't like these attacks on the Department of Justice. We're talking. Uh, if you say something about an election, they want to put you in jail for the rest of your life. News, opinion, insight. It's a disgrace. On AM560, the answer. AM560, the answer. So we had a guy on the line, Matt from the South Side. And hopefully he didn't get carjacked at the south side. And he wanted to ask what my opinion is and how to fight back. Do I have it right, honey bunny? Is that what he asked? And um, it's interesting because the fight back is individual. And the idea that you have to recognize is that here in Illinois, you do not have a party. And that's uh, the case often in these Democrat sewer states of corruption because they it becomes more advantageous for the representatives who are supposed to fight back for you to become lured and in on the corruption of the state. They like it that way. They become powerful. Think of Denny Hassert. Denny Hassert, who was the Speaker of the House, he was a wrestling coach who liked to rub up against the little boys, but he was a wrestling coach who had no money. He was a bust out. And when he got into politics, he had the information that a lot of important politicians have as to where policy is going. So he chose to make money by buying land and then selling it back to the government at inflated prices in the way Abraham Lincoln did. Fascinating way to get rich. But that's the idea of an Illinois Republican. And that's why when you say fight back, I am never going to tell you to rely on the political status in Illinois as it sits. I wouldn't give one dollar to the local or national Republican Party. The way you fight is strategically for yourself and your family. And you implement those reasons and principles that the people who came to this country 
as it once was. And that's how you, you view your future, or at least your children's future. Now, I understand. Listen, you know why I'm back and forth and back and forth? I have a lot of people here I love. A lot of things going on. So you can do that. It's, it's not comfortable. And you fly a lot. Here, here we go. Here's Matt. Matt, Southside. Hey, Sean. Um, I actually was talking to your call screener, and I was having a hard time articulating what I was trying to say. All right. My question, my question, I'm not even talking about Illinois. I guess my question is, I don't understand. I feel like when I talk to people, whether it's from Chicago or other parts of the country, they there are people who are starting to have enough of this. Yeah. Now, I know, like, when you saw what happened to that guy in the subway in New York, he got arrested. You yeah. know, I know that's New York. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, why are police officers enforcing this? At what point can't the police officer say, you know what, we're not locking these innocent people up? And I feel like if the government wants to you know, keep this many people quiet, you know, they'd have to use the military. Well, and, I mean, and I'm, there's a lot I'm, of ways. I'm an advocate for our. There's a lot of ways to separate you from your. But I mean, are they going to keep us quiet? I don't get it. Can I tell you something that I always think in the back of my head? And I remember being a, a, a kid and being told about it. And I remember thinking, you know, the, the way that you're told about the Civil War. And I remember thinking, yeah, but, you know, we got rid of slavery in 13 states without a shot fired, right? I remember thinking that. And then ultimately you come to the realization that at some point the United States government decided to unleash the military on American citizens. Now, you can get wooed by all of the reasons and they can be just and fine. But never forget, we already have a precedent of releasing the military on citizens. And if you look oh. at the military as it sits, you look at our military and you look at how, what it do you think it wouldn't? kill american citizens they're right now they're killing africans they're killing middle easterns they're killing all around the world you think they won't kill us so you have to position you have to position yourself that's why it's very important you you live where the ideology of politics is the same as yours because when it isn't one thing the democrats show you they have contempt for your existence they're not interested they cannot win the argument on argument principles so they have to promise you and lie and cheat right so ultimately, what does that lead to? They're either going to face the truth and say, you're right, we stole right. the money, and then, uh, or they're going to kill you. And remember who you're thinking what about. Saying. So, yeah, right? So, That's my problem with people who keep saying, you know, it's not everybody in the military, I respect the military, but, I mean, I'm sorry, I look back to brother, Nazi Germany and... I don't respect the military, Germany, I respect the soldiers. Yes, I respect soldiers individually. I don't respect the military. The military is as crooked as Grand Avenue. We've got evidence and evidence to prove it. General Langley, I have constituents that have been scattered across Africa on train and equip missions. So just ballpark in the last decade, how many Africans has the United States military trained and equipped? Congressman, I don't have that that figure. I can get that figure for you. Ballpark. Just, you know, how many? Uh, Congressman, it would be a wild, it would be a wild guess. Right? They don't like to answer questions. Hey, hey, General Steppenfetch, where's my six trillion dollars in the last twenty years, moron? They can't answer the questions. Pretty soon, you're going to start asking uncomfortable ones. They're going to want you to go away, like every mafia. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. So what we need to do is realize... What we think this country is built on has been bastardized. We are the victims of a coup d'etat. Not the same one as in Niger, but a coup d'etat nonetheless. Just pan back since COVID. I'm not going to make you go all the way back to Obamacare or the the bailout of the banks and all the rest of it, because that's also anti-American. Well, not to mention the military. But just go back three years ago. You do not have a First Amendment. That's the... The reality of the way things have broken down. The government, in a bipartisan fashion, fashion, stripped away the principles of this nation. What you see today in Illinois is only the next logical step. Well, what comes next? If you've ever owned anything or earned anything, you realize this is an illusion of property rights. You have no property rights. You'll keep what the government doesn't take, and you'll fracking like it. And if you think you can fight them, well, I could show you 500 guys that tried to fight them. I'll show you 30 millionaires that went broke fighting the government, arguing about taxes they didn't know, but they had to pay anyway, versus what you see before you in the White House. Scum of the earth. Traitors who did nothing for money, kept it all, never paid any taxes. That's the way the game sets up. So ultimately, what they understand is this is going to get to a point where Americans are going to run out of Florida's to move to. Now, it'll be 100 years from now, but eventually it'll be down the road. So now what you see in Illinois today is the natural progression of fascism, of totalitarianism. This is the natural progression. This is what it looks like to be a European socialist on every fashion. You cannot point to any one of our policies. And show me how Europe is more socialist than we are. They have a different system and a funny accent. It's the same bull dung. You're so unaware of what our government is doing. We don't even care anymore. And when it comes to all of the scandal that you see in foreign policy, is there any that will change the fact that the Pentagon and the military has stolen $6 trillion in 20 years and they don't care about answering questions? They're like Pritzker. With the $5 billion that he stole, aside from the $200 billion he misappropriated. They don't have to answer us. So I want you to hear something about what a good representative sounds like. Because in Illinois, you don't have one. You don't have one! But I want you to at least hear what it's like to question fascists and con artists. General Langley, I have constituents that have been scattered across Africa on train and equip missions. By the way, this is from five months ago. Before this last coup that you saw in Niger, a country George W. Bush was never permitted to say, this is from five months ago, predicting the next coup. So just ballpark in the last decade, how many Africans has the United States military trained and equipped? Congressman, I don't have that that figure. I can get that figure for you. Ballpark. Just, you know, how many? Uh, Congressman, I would be a wild. It would be a wild guess, right? Seems like something we should know, right? Over the years, um, 
we have trained a substantial number, especially in uh, the Gulf of Guinea uh, states. Um, and, but and including like more than um, ten thousand. It is more than ten thousand. More than fifty thousand. I said we're, we're reaching around 50,000 50, okay. at least. And, and, and what percentage of the people we've trained end up participating in insurrections or coups against their own government? Very small number, Congressman. Very small number. So what percentage do you think? I'd say probably less than 1%. But it does happen. I, right? The IMED program is in force, in, uh, uh, and we've pushed a number uh, a significant number through our schools uh, across the. Yeah, and and what data control. sets do you track to arrive at the conclusion that less than one percent of the roughly fifty thousand that we've trained have participated in coups? Because um, it'd be like about five hundred, about one percent of fifty thousand. Uh, Congressman, you may have that information. I, I don't at this time, but I know. Well, I know there are some, right? Like in go ahead and throw up that image. This is uh, Colonel Mamadei Dumbuya. And this is a photo of, of him. Did we train and equip him in Guinea? Uh, by name, I, I cannot identify that. Well, well, that guy in the middle with the big red hat, <laughs> Colonel Mamadei Dumbuya, that, that's him <laughs> with a bunch of U.S. service members outside of our embassy. And just months after this photo was taken in 2021, he led a coup in Guinea and, and threw out the, the leader. Does that concern you? Congressman? Core values is what we start off with in IMA pro- programs. Do we, we share stick core values with Colonel Dumbuya? Core values. I will repeat that. Core values. I know, respect I know. for humanity. Do we, do we share those values with Colonel Dumbuya? Absolutely. In our, in our curriculum. He let it go. We do. What did he say? Oh, he's trying to say curriculum. All right. Okay. Well, I, I, that's a very telling answer. It is a very telling answer. That's five months ago, give or take a couple of days. West African nations. By the way, this is from last week. On Friday, worked on plans for a possible military intervention in Niger. The regional bloc also pledged to enforce sanctions, travel bans and asset freezes on the junta which ousted former President Mohamed Bazoum on July 26. After a summit of its heads of state, ECOWAS ordered the activation of a standby force for possible use against the junta. So, Niger is the... Victim of a coup d'etat where they trained by Americans. In Burkina Faso, did we share core values with the uh, leader that we trained there who led a coup? It's in our curriculum. We Leading stress core values. What did he say? Oh, curriculum. He's got a hard time with that word, huh? Dummy, speak up, dummy. Request civilian-led governance. Wait, 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 uh, so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is leading coups in our curriculum? Absolutely not. So civilian led civilian led. My question is, don't raise your voice. You understand me? You're the employee. You're not the boss of anything, crook. Do we share core values with the coup leader in Burkina Faso who we trained? Holistically, we teach. What is that word? Holistically. Oh, all right. Boy, oh, boy. He's got a tough time with the words. uh, uh, Core values uh, with a respect for civilian governance apolitical and apolitical apolitical the military's a oh that's how they get away with bombing 95 percent in africa 90 percent in the middle east 95 percent of the victims of our drones are civilians hmm. that's what sticks across a, a high very high percentage in the 90 90 over but not 90 everybody percentile. Right? but not everybody and and when it i wonder how many people it takes to 
to plan a coup. I mean, initially you didn't know how many we trained and equipped. Then you said it was 1%. You had no base, basis for that 1% number because there's no data set you track. I'm playing this for you for a reason. Nothing we hear from that idiot box, from these propagandas, these, these frauds, these talking mannequins who would make Goebbels blush. None of it is the truth. But what is the truth is the atrocities that are perpetrated with your money. So you don't have a First Amendment. You have no control over any of our military. Nothing we say matters. They give the money to the most crooked countries. They protect the most destructive policies. President Biden is asking Congress for more than $20 billion in emergency aid to support. Who's going to say no? Who's going to say no? The 535 step and fetch whores? What do you think we'll get 10% or 1%? In Agadez, the Canadian uranium giant Global Atomic is facing strong opposition from the local community. A group of organizations has filed a complaint against its subsidiary in Niger, the Dassa Mining Company, also known as Somida. Do you know what they're bombing about? Do you know what this is all about? Now, if you listen to Democrats and they chant oil, 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 you wouldn't be 100% right, but it's worse. It's about yellow cake. Oh, not the kind that Pritzker dreams about being draped in. The yellow cake for nuclear weapons. Now, Simpson, because of your many years as a nuclear technician, we're putting you on a nuclear sub. Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. This is what it's about. You see, they're rich in the minerals that Joe Biden just said we can't go after here in our country. So what we've got guaranteed is more murder more profiteering of policy, more slippage of our money, and just more death. Ukraine, $13 billion would go toward emergency defense aid. The other $8 billion would go toward humanitarian support through the end of the year. The request has support on both sides of the aisle, although some Republicans say they are growing skeptical about the war. Only the ones that can read. Chairman, I seek to, uh, unanimous consent to enter into the record. Another U.S. trained stol- soldier stages a coup in West Africa by The Intercept. Without objection, so ordered. And I, I further seek unanimous consent to enter into the record. U.S. forces trained the Guyanan colonel behind the recent coup in West African country. And this so I ask you, with our government's willingness to kill everybody, you think they wouldn't hide the fact that our government worked on a bioweapon to harm Americans? <laughs> uh, me either. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. And the judges that you would bring this to, to hope to God that they would implement some American law, they're not really judges at all. They're Democrats. She's argued over a couple of driver's licenses. And the Biden White House says you should be a federal judge, an Article three judge, not that you have any idea what in the hell that is. In this administration, if you are a left wing radical, it doesn't matter if you're competent. Kind of like an Illinois Supreme Court justice, even the one that has to be defiled by short in the pants at Burke. All right, let's go to a call before I go to break. Jim in Tennessee. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? You uh, told me to call you because uh, I called you about a month and a half ago. I was just getting ready to leave Illinois. I remember the call. Yes. Yeah. And and uh, I thought this would, would 
fit well within this topic. But uh, I work for a financial services firm, and you know we're doing okay, but we get paid bonuses twice a year. Now I just got my bonus, and although it was a little bit lower than my bonus that I got back in January, the six percent you saved made up for it. I'm guessing my take-home pay is actually more. So all the people I work with back in Illinois are seeing a decrease. And although I saw a gross decrease, my net went up. And in Tennessee, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a Second Amendment, don't you? Yes, we do. There you go, Jim. I like the way you rub things in people's faces, kid. You keep it up. Have a good weekend. If you're on the line, I'll be back. Uh, We're going to take Chuck or Ann first. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. What is this? What do I feel like I. Who is it? That's a dog. Pitbull? Oh, this is a little t- guy, bald guy? Yeah, right, turn him off. I don't like Pitbull. In Washington State, is there not a single competent lawyer who, who is competent to be a judge? And by the way, for all the Democrats, since Joe Biden has become president, every one of you has rubber stamped every single nominee. Because that's what they are, like a communist party or a mafia. Uh, Ralph Rantel. Hey, happy Friday, Sean. Hey, I think that we should maybe um, start a write-in campaign for that pro se guy, because, you know, if you can represent yourself and beat the next federal appointee to a judgeship, Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I would That's normally be along with that, but this is a woman who is a lesbian and I believe has some sort of fetish where she likes to prance around like a pony. So we're not going to beat her at all. You understand? That's that's got, she's got all kinds of affirmative action buttons. She oh, presses. she's got the pony card. No, pony, you can't yeah. beat that. You can't beat the pony. I think yeah, there's a feather you, you duster involved. Yeah. Card. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's the prancer potential there. Yeah, she could you're be right. a next Supreme Court justice. But I like the way you think, Ralph and Rantoul. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. I hope I see you at the smoker. Chuck Dullivan. Chuck hung up. Goodbye, Chuck. And South Bend. Ann. Oh, Ann, are have yeah. you been kidnapped? Are you the victim of some sort of freakish crime? Do Democrats have you as we Hello. speak? Hello. Hello. Hi. Sean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just wondered if you were aware that they are backtracking a lot of the stuff they were saying about a lot of the medications to treat COVID, like um, ivermectin and vitamin D3 and everything. Remember when they came out and called all that misinformation? Uh-huh. And, yeah. You know, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, studies now that are coming out and saying that, yes, ivermectin was effective. Oh, sure. And do you think um, that they hired back the nurses and the doctors that were fired because they didn't want to take the vaccine? Or do you think they can give the reputation back of the people who didn't want to sell an experiment that ended up killing arguably more people than the virus itself? I don't think so, Ann. But I I mean, they should. This is why you can never forget that. What happened? You can never let them weasel out. They're trying to weasel. Oh, you must, you're obviously on a racetrack. Uh, they're trying to weasel out of responsibility. This is something we all know. And they will distract from the fact that what the American government did in a bipartisan fashion, except for a few 
very strong states, was absolutely un-American and totally unconstitutional. But who is going to who is going to write that wrong? A Democrat? Well, the law was challenged earlier this year. Republican Representative Dan Calkins filed a lawsuit saying the law violates the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Doesn't matter. The Democrats said you don't have that right. Like you don't have the right to your opinion. You don't have the right to free speech. And if you own property in Illinois, you don't have the right to your money or your property because they don't tax you on its value. They tax you on the cost of their corruption. Who am I going to go with? Greg! Roger Park. Hi, Sean. Sean, I don't know if you heard, uh, our, our fat pig of, of a governor wants us to open our homes to all these migrants and illegal people because he can't handle the problem himself. Well, that's, I'm, that's I'm, the, I'm totally against it. Well, that's the Democrat mantra. And, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to the news right after people start doing that. Where is it? I was just wondering if you'd like to go down on a list saying you're willing to take the refugees into your home. Oh, those are refugees. Do we have the one with the uh, American migrants? I don't think we do. George in Naperville. Uh, Sean, now that it looks like Hunter will face the trial, do you think that his old man is going to show up in the courtroom to vouch for him, put on a Brando-like performance, and get that kid off? Let me tell you something, George. I think he'll be in court or pay the repercussions for this long, long after Joe Biden has been removed because Joe Biden will not be the nominee. The nominee will either be Newsom, which I think I'd put my money on, or our very own slob of a Governor Pritzker. Because what's what they're going to do is what Illinois does, California does to their citizens, violate every principle this country was built on. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now you're talking. Now it's the weekend. A friend of mine texted me. He's like, what the hell are you talking about, yellow cake? You have to understand what the game is. The game is to do the dirty work in other third world hellholes. Keep them third world hellholes. Corrupt only the government. And this way you can keep the system of fraud going. And whenever you have to, you just kill a bunch of people. Well, that's also the same system we've given to Europe on so many cases. How many people realize that France gets like 80% of its, of its electricity? In fact, it has an abundance of electricity from nuclear. Well, the key ingredient to nuclear is yellow cake, which is the only reason that France is bombing Niger as we speak. Thousands of coup supporters took to the streets of the country's capital, waving Russian flags. For some coup supporters, the anti-French sentiment is being replaced by pro-Russia messaging. People really are angry with French. But in their mind, they think that Russian forces can help Niger to better fight terrorism. See, they're fighting terrorism, too. That the president, Mohamed Bazoum, was overthrown 26th of July by Ojanta. So what you have is this proxy war that we've been ignoring for decades. It's continuing right now. The American government is behind all of it. They do not want peace. There's more profit, profitability in war. And if you get too pesky, well, then we're going to shut you down again. Excellencies, dear friends. 
50 years ago, the global community stood as one and declared that the deliberate use of disease as a weapon was an affront to humanity. The Biological Weapons Convention affirms the conscience of humankind. The COVID-19 pandemic brought the world to its knees. Now imagine a different kind of disease, one that is both deliberately designed and can race through the global population even faster. Biological weapons are not the product of science fiction. They are a clear and present danger. That is why stressing the Biological Weapons Convention is more important than ever. As you gather... See, Europeans are aware of exactly what happened as the American media is running cover for their gangster government as they profit more and more from it. After all, they always kind of profited from corruption, the American media. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. COVID-19. Brought to you by Pfizer, financed by the U.S. government. Chuck in Sullivan, Wisconsin. Hey, uh, I saw uh, the Rand Paul uh, inquiry where he proved with all of uh, Fauci's emails that it was gain of function and Fauci wouldn't show up. The next thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, Kamala Harris being in Chicago tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm being serious. I'm being serious now. And she's attacking everybody's second amendment rights. And anytime she goes to stir the pot about guns, everybody up in Waukesha, uh, people don't think much about this, but if you go to Waukesha and you talk to different people, when, uh, you know, they went to uh, New York, they went to, uh, all these different shooting areas, they always go right away and stir the pot. Biden does, and so does Harris. But they never came to Waukesha when that guy drove through the crowd at a Christmas parade and uh, injured 49 and killed the eight dancing grandmas. And there a lot of people, when you talk to them about it, and I'm serious, they yeah. feel slighted. They should. They feel slighted. Nobody, nobody, came, nobody came to console them and say, I'm sorry. Because the lost. Democrat government I'm- views those women as Republicans. They don't give a rip about them. They're like babies. They could care less what happens to them. That's the fact, Jack. Well, I mean, how many do you, do you need them to come out and say it? It's the same way Joe Biden cares about our actual military soldiers. He doesn't. He doesn't give a rip. Yeah. I watched that. I watched that. I watched the whole thing when yeah. all them parents came forward. I was I was crying. You want to know something, I Chuck? I, 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 that's why I didn't play the clips. Joe Biden set the tone when he went. Through. Do you remember when they were taking the bodies off of the airplane? He kept looking at his watch, he, he this kept, piece of dunk. And he kept yeah. looking at he kept looking at his watch because he didn't want to miss his footing break back at the White House. The I, governments I never cared about the soldiers in any conflict. Take a look at Vietnam. How many senators' kids got killed in Vietnam? How many congressmen's kids? How many of the scum that's in our government today not only didn't want to participate but actively dodge the draft, like Joe Biden. And how was this made possible? Because there's scum pretending to be opposition. Scum like Jonah Goldberg, who, like all the rest of the never-Trumpers scum, find a home on communist news network called CNN. He loves it there. He's going to talk. Jonah Goldberg, who, by the way, I think is a bust-out, if I'm not mistaken. He was near bankruptcy. Jonah Goldberg is going to talk to you about what the real problem is in American politics. Um, but I just also think that we were dealing with a time where there were a lot of people, there was a, there was a lot of cheering and, and self-congratulation about the rise of small donors a decade ago. And now small donors are actually one of the biggest problems for democracy, for the GOP, because um, small donor, large donors actually 
have a strategic view about moderation, who can win, who can't. Small donors really are just venting their spleen with yep. their credit card, and um, and they lock candidates into positions that can hurt them in the general election. Such an important point. I, I want to do an. In- so Jonah Goldberg said the problem is there's not enough corporate money that it's the individual donors that give to people like President Donald Trump because Jonah Goldberg is not only the answer to how could nymphomaniacs ever be turned off. Jonah Goldberg is the answer of how a never Trumper can become a traitor to his own belief structure that he said he had just before Trump announced he was running. And Jonah Goldberg is somebody to be discounted. And whomever, whomever a never Trumper says is the alternative is somebody you never give money to and never waste your day voting for, ever. That's why this whole talk of a loyalty pack. Let me tell you something. If a candidate does not fit exactly, and I mean exactly, what you stand for, give him nothing but the Michael Corleone. Nothing. Least of all, your vote. This party politics, this low-life wretched scum, like all the other never-Trumpers, for as long as I can remember, said he was not a Democrat. These are the scourge among us. A traitor is worse than an opponent. A traitor disguises himself as an asset. Jim in Crown Point. Hey, man, Paisano. Uh, along those lines, Cicero said, beware the enemy within. And that's yeah. what we're fighting. Absolutely. But I was calling because I found it fascinating how that general was parsing the word share. Matt Gates was talking about share as in believe. And the general was parsing it as teaching. And just stuck to it. I wish Matt would have gone off that word. but. Uh, Jim, we have had uh, we have had we have had well over 50,000 troops in Africa for decades. We've had 50,000 troops in in, in, we occupy a third of Syria. Why? We are fighting for the inbred Saudis in Yemen. We're killing. We don't know how many people. What exactly is going on? Not to mention, aside from all of the mayhem and destruction, there's six trillion dollars that these rat bastards can't. They're telling me they're not going to look for it. Exactly. And, and you're supposed to work for me. You want to know something when I come out here and do the show? You know how easy it is? Because what needs to be done is that our entire government, our entire government needs to be torn down and rebuilt with restra- restraints. There is no fixing this kind of corruption. They're in control of, of trillions. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. And it's time. And if they don't want to do it, well, there's another solution. Let my people go. We've got 20 exactly. states that want to secede. You take the scum states led by the most corrupt and you go your own way. Don't worry. We understand your policies. I'm sure we'll, we'll end up solving it in the future. Thank you very much. That's exactly the fact. And by the way, the Matt Gates thing, five months ago, before what you see in Niger, the country George W. Bush was never allowed to say on TV. With regard to Guinea. Without objection, so ordered. So I guess the, the question is, why should U.S. taxpayers be paying to train people who then lead coups in Africa? Good question. Good question. Uh-huh. All right. Congressman. Uh-huh. Our curriculum. Curriculum, you fracking moron. Harvest this core values and also uh, to, uh, to be able to embolden these countries for a representative democracy. But, but, but. Boy, oh boy. Where have I heard that before? Where have I heard that before? 
Here's how the vice president responded when asked what she thinks about when she wakes up in the morning. Our democracy. Wherever I think everything is at stake right now. Democracy. A lot of democracy going on. Boy, democracy is dangerous. Leads to a lot of killing. General, that democracy isn't what emerges. The problem is, I, I know you, you may have great confidence in what you're teaching, but when two governments have been overthrown, I guess, uh, how Three. many governments have to be overthrown by people we train before you sort of get the message? Do that- you know how many coups have happened in Africa in the last 23 years, Squirrel? In just the last 23 years. 11. Do you know the one thing they all have in common? This idiot who can't say curriculum. Our core values might not be sticking with everyone. Is it five countries? Ten? We'll, we'll continue with our persistence in assuring but do you think it's that, they harbor, they, that they harbor democratic norms, you, democratic values. Just a moment ago, you said, you said we shared core values with Colonel Dembuya. You said, you said that just moments ago in response to my question, and his core value seems to be leading a coup. So I, I don't think it's stuck. I think we should at least know how many countries we train the coup plotters in. Uh, how many is too many? How long before we realize the real problem with this world is the American foreign policy of destruction, murder, and corruption? We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So in case you can't figure it out, our foreign policy is a weapon of deception. It's all a bunch of bull dung. They've done guts on ghoul. They can prove nothing. It's another excuse to steal our money. And when it comes to stealing money, there's a couple of really good ones. Foreign policy, phenomenal. Got to be in the top three. No question about it. But I'm starting to think there's one that stands out above all the rest. That's the eco-Nazism that these fascist frauds are willing to promote. Their unfettered ability to waste our money and tell lies of which they can never be held to account. No matter how much money, how many cylindras... Doesn't matter. We can do, obviously, nothing about it. Joe Biden's ongoing surrender to China is picking up speed as John Kerry is now going to China to wave the white flag. Now, I love Barrasso. I like him very much. He's an okay guy. I, you know, I love is a strong word. I like him. I could tolerate him. I'm starting to talk myself out of even saying that. However, but this isn't a willingness to bend knee. When are you, when are you idiots going to wake up? And I mean idiots in the establishment Republicans. He's a traitor. He's been bribed. His stepson was Hunter's partner. They have stolen hundreds of millions directly for just themselves, let alone the slippage and the policy benefits and the infrastructure of corruption that they've managed to build. This has nothing to do with eco anything. But one thing the American government has been willing to do is destroy the environment anywhere there's any country we can take advantage of all of a sudden they care about it you know john Kerry has this history of climate hysteria where he has the rhetoric of impending doom and disaster but he didn't have it 20 years ago john Kerry never talked about the environment never 
It wasn't until Al Gore showed them how to steal and personally enrich themselves and then wield the power of virtue. The environment. What damage has the Democrat policies done to the environment since John Kerry didn't need Viagra? Just since then. This Democrat's obsession with the climate is undermining our nation's safety, our strength, our security. And Joe Biden is playing right into China's hands. He wants Because he's an asset, Barrasso. Say it like a man. He's a traitor. You've got the evidence, the payments, the allegiance, the policies that weaken our nation and strengthen China. And you're not going to buy this shtick, right? I mean, nobody's really buying this shtick that he uh, said China is, is, is going bankrupt. You're not buying that, are you, Barrasso? To all of these Americans to be forced to buy expensive electric cars and to use only energy that has no carbon attached to it. Let me point out that just three days before Secretary Yellen got to China, China choked off the export of critical minerals that are used in semiconductors, part of our supply chain. Damaging America even more. So are you buying the show before your eyes? We love an urgent high-level meeting, right? (laughs) Do we love that? (laughs) Yes. Uh, The CSRC, the securities regulator, the watchdog, essentially, according to sources, telling us that they're going to hold an urgent meeting uh, today, Friday. Uh, Perhaps, I would assume, it's going to be in Beijing. Uh, Interestingly, you just mentioned Country Garden, which was once, just even a year or two ago, was the world's, uh, China's biggest property developer by sales. It's now number six. And it's been a bellwether. It's one of the few major property developers that hasn't defaulted yet. It missed those two interest payments earlier this week. So they're going to spread the rumor that what's happening is that China is in economic turmoil. Not to mention that we are already against the debt ceiling that these idiot Republicans already signed. That this country is the one that's bankrupt. Welcome back to Squawk Box. Rick Santelli here live at CMEHQ with some important breaking news on this Friday. Producer price index for the month of July. Headline number expected up two tenths is up a little hotter, up three tenths. That's the hottest since May. Oh, excuse me. That's the hottest going all the way back to November when it was up four tenths of one percent, up four tenths. So we want to pay particularly close attention to what the markets are doing. Rates just turned around. Strip out food and energy, also one tenth hotter than expected. Up. By the way, the CPI number where they said we're doing so good. Do you know the little calculation that not a lot of people are talking about? Somehow, just magically, the the government reported that insurance premiums dropped by 30%. Did mine? Mine didn't drop by 30%. Yours, Squirrel? No, we got the same. Did yours drop by 30% out there? Of course not. When do they tell you the truth? When have they ever told you the truth? It's clearly two is not too many, and I think we could use our resources far more effectively than doing this. Yeah, I think we could too. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. So when uh, what I knew would happen out of the Illinois Supreme Court happened, I said, we need to talk to one guy and one guy only, and that is my fellow Floridian, friend of mine, 
Luis Valdez. You see, Luis understands this on a multitude of levels, not just because he started his career as a cadet with the United States Civil Air Patrol and then became a soldier in the Army and served 15 years in law enforcement as a Florida State policeman, but because he is the son of Cuban immigrants. And when you are dealing with an Illinois Supreme Court, only somebody who understands communism can understand the Illinois Supreme Court. Luis Valdez, thank you for joining me. How are you? Good, my brother from another mother. And as you said, the Illinois Supreme Court ruled exactly as how we thought they would against the people. You know, it's interesting. She's not a, 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 she was actually the head of the, uh, she was the chief justice of the Illinois Supreme Court. She was the wife of a, of a very well-known 50 thief alderman called Ed Burke. And it's funny, Ann Burke was her name. She retired about a year ago. It's pretty close to a year. She didn't graduate law school. She didn't complete law school until she was 40 years old. So she becomes right out of law school. Next thing you know, she's the Supreme Court justice because you don't have judges. This isn't about the rule of law or the principles of the nation. Everybody knows you have unalienable rights. What the mafia needs to do is to figure out how to take away the principles and the unalienable unalienable rights of the citizens. So they do this not just through their bureaucracies that are more than willing to take away your rights, but they do it through a justice system you would turn to. I mean, that's really what this case represents. It doesn't represent any rule of law in this country, does it? Look, the court ruled in how they went is exactly what we predicted. They basically threw the Bruin decision into the faces of the law-abiding public within the state of Illinois. They told Illinois gun owners, oh, that, that's so cute. You think the Constitution actually means something. Well, this is what we think of the Constitution. And I wish I had a soundboard right now because it would be a flushing toilet. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, you have now you can go to the Supreme Court and, and all this in the meantime. But I had a guy come on my show yesterday who was a gun store guy. And, and up until, you know, very recently, successful gun store guy. And the ramifications of this only really affect the good, decent people. The scumbags that will go out and kill everybody this weekend, it's not going to change a fracking thing. It's only going to change the ability for law-abiding people to remain law-abiding because, in my estimation, not a one person will sacrifice their weapon willingly. So I'm curious to know what you think the future looks like in a state that now has destroyed the principles for the law-abiding while strengthening the law-breakers. Well, sadly, the rest of Illinois is now going to become the sad state that is the Chicago South Side. You have a governor that refuses to pro- to uh, support prosecutors prosecuting criminals. You have statewide prosecutors that refuse to prosecute criminals. And you even had the vice president there today claiming that, oh, co- you know, gun control is the way forward. Gun control is a patriotic duty to fight for. And then she had the nerve to ask the crowd, well, where are you from? And, you know, some people were there like, we're proudly from Chicago. Woo! Yeah. And I'm just there. I was dumbfounded because I'm there going like, so you people are proud you're from a city that has historically restricted your Second Amendment rights and made you victims of crime. And your entire political outlook in life is you think disarming the law-abiding people is going to stop criminals from being criminals because, oh, my God, look. look newsflash criminals break the law last i checked chicago made it illegal to own a handgun for over 30 years 
until that was overturned in McDonald v. Chicago in the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah. And did the criminals in that 30-year period, did they go, oh, darn, we just crossed into the jurisdiction. We, we can't carry handguns here, boys. We've got to take our crime else. No, they didn't care. So, but this is the logical piece of the puzzle because they've all already have the other pieces in place. So the piece where the government comes in and protects the perpetrator, the predator, and victimizes the victim, that's in place. So now what you've done is, is make those victims more abundant and you've made them easier to be victims. And this is kind of reminiscent to the controlled demolition theory of a society because as the society devolves, the programs, the money in the programs, the power of the bureaucrats that wield the programs, it really just gets greater and greater and greater. So from the aspect of how did, number one, not just destroy the principles of the, of the country built on freedom and use it, use freedom as, as, as the so-called tagline to take it away, to take away freedom. But it's in that collapse that we actually become those Soviet oligarchs, those Soviet gods in society. So this is going to lead to what I can think is going to be more crime, more violence, higher numbers. So my only question to you is, will there be people killed more in Chicago or the fires in, in Maui? What do you think? Easily Chicago, with, without a shot of a doubt, because you have a hamstrung police force, you have a revolving door prison system where criminals are let loose out on the street with no bond even required, and the public is disarmed, and I guarantee you that hamstrung police force is going to be directed to go after those people who defend themselves. And you know the old saying that sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut? Well, even the VP found the right nut because she said, the right to be safe is a civil human right. Well, you know, I interpret that as I have the right to protect myself with a firearm, I have the ability to use lethal force if necessary to protect myself and protect my loved ones, protect my wife and my child from the scumbag criminals that Vice President Camilla Harris and that your horrible governor flat out supports. So let me ask you this based on your other career, right? Because it's really both of your, you know, your, your strongholds in the military and as a policeman. Ultimately, this law says you can't buy. But what about possess? And what about if you have possessed because you did take advantage? So now do you adopt that mindset of a, of a Cuban trying to live under communism and you just recoil and stop being a, a boisterous American who demands rights? Because what does it look like for the people who le- legally had these weapons? The government now knows this, right? Because if you were legal, you registered it. How do they get those weapons out of your hands? Don't they ultimately have to send the police? That's exactly what they're ultimately going to do. But their long-term goal is they want to stop the generational change, the, the generational pass down of firearms culture. If right now every legal gun owner that legally owned a firearm in Illinois, if they never turn them in and the police never go after them, they know that in the long term they win because their end goal is to go after these firearms when the older when the owners are old or buried because it's going to be, because now these owners they're not going to go publicly out to the ranges and shoot them 
They're not going to purchase ammunition. They're not going to purchase additional magazines. They're not going to be able to purchase parts. They're not going to be able to utilize these farms. Basically, they're not going to be driven underground as an underground culture. Yeah. And it's going to be kept in the dark. And when they get old and they pass away, because the incoming generation was never exposed to it in a free society where, you know, hey, I'm going to take my grandson out and I'm going to have him go shoot on the back 40 at some cans, that that's not happening anymore. When these people pass away, these current owners pass away, the incoming generation is going to call up the state police and say, hey, Grandpa passed away. He has these icky guns buried in his closet. Please pick them up. We don't want them. That is the end goal with this. Yeah. Are they going to make a couple examples? Of course they are. They're going to have the full force and weight of government make a couple of examples of people so the rest stay underground. You know, Lewis, here's the thing. We have the facts, as always. We have the history, as always. We have the principles, as always. But yet here we sit in Chicago and mainly and, and, and these Democrat areas, no matter how much they fail, they have they have an audience. They have supporters. So at this point, I mean, if I can't convince you that censorship is bad, that freedom is good, at this point of of people who claim to be liberals, and they were the biggest advocates for forced vaccinations and the destruction of property rights, and they cheered that people be be run around like chickens with their head cut off and wear a fracking diaper, even though they everybody knew what it was and the rest of it. So now we're done. We don't have a republic. We have this mobocracy that they keep calling democracy, where they're convinced that 51% can take away all the rights of the 49%. Why won't they just let us out? And I'm serious about this. They hate different states like yours and mine. I can't wait to get back there. I leave tomorrow. But they hate different states like yours and mine. They, they hate the idea. Why is it they just won't let us out? Just let us out. I've had enough of them already. You think I'm the only one that feels that way? You're the only one that feels that way, but again, looking at history. Why did East Germany have an entire fortification not to keep people from getting into the country, but to keep people from leaving the country? Because they know that if they let people leave the state of Illinois, then they lose a brain drain and they lose a financial drain. They lose all of those tax-paying people that work on the political plantations that pay their coffers. So in your experience, I say seven years. Before there is an exit tax at the very minimum, it'll start out not nice, but I think it'll be 10 years before the Illinois law enforcement will be deployed to strip the rights away from the people who refuse to comply by turning in their second amendment. What, what is your under over? I wouldn't be surprised with that time frame, especially looking at states like California, where California right now goes after people who own who used to own property there. And I hear it from former Californians all the time that they get letters in the mail yearly up to a decade saying, Oh, you owe us money. You owe us taxes. You, you you still have some sort of financial interest in the state and people are fighting that. So I, at no point, you know, I see Illinois doing something similar like that. Yeah. Now I am a new Floridian, relatively speaking. It's only been three years. You, however, are have been there for years, right? Born and raised. Okay. So Illinoisans, and in particular Democrats, they're willful slaves. They're willful stooges. So they're not going to do anything. There's going to be nothing done with this. There may be a couple of good Illinoisans, of which there are still several hundred thousand, but they've been nullified by corrupt gerrymandering, and their vote doesn't mean anything. 
But by, but by and large, they're peaceful because they're used to being abused by their government. If this were to happen on a federal level, which it very easily could, if J.B. Pritzker were able to be the nominee, because as far as I'm concerned, all they need is the nominee. I don't think there's a way you can beat them. They've perfected the way to steal elections, as far as I'm concerned. So if J.B. Pritzker is the, is the emperor that we used to call president, and he does this, which is clearly at the direction of, of him and the other mafia members, how do you think Florida takes it? How do you think Texas takes it? Do you think they're going to roll over the way Illinoisans will? The, the interesting thing about Florida is only 36% of our state is native-born, meaning born within the borders of Florida. The rest of the people come from elsewhere. And that's not a negative or a positive, but that's just a fact of life. And a good chunk of those people come from other states like Illinois and from other countries like Cuba. So it, it comes down to, I think you're going to see sections of the state basically hoot and holler and tell the, uh, the federal government, ha, good luck with that. We ain't kowtowing to you. And, oh, yeah, uh, you, you come on down here and try. Yeah. And you'll have some other parts of the state that will probably roll over. Because if you look at it historically, even during the Civil War, the Confederacy held the, uh, the core part of the state, but the coastal areas were under Union control. So you'll probably have something similar going on like that. But the end result is this. Americans across this country have a burning passion of liberty buried within them. Whether they're in Illinois, Florida, New York, Texas, it doesn't matter. Because I've had the opportunity to travel this country. I've had the opportunity to work with people from all over this country. And even from the heart of Chicago, and you are a fine example of this, mm. there are people that will not take this lying down. They will stand up and they will fight. Our founding fathers gave us the four boxes. They gave us the, the soap box, they gave us the ballot box, they gave us the jury box, and they gave us the cartridge box. Right now, we are, all of us are working with the first three boxes because we know that the fourth box is the final option. And yeah. it's not that we're afraid of utilizing the fourth box. We don't want to. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go to war with my fellow Americans. But the reality is, exactly. I've, already, I've already been peaceful. I've already said, okay, well, now I'm going to leave. You want to live like this in these ghettos? Go. I'll, I'll leave. I'll take my money and my future, and I'll, I'll go somewhere else. But ultimately, you almost have to, as disgusting as it is, you almost have to, to be in awe of the willingness of politicians in this country, not just mimic the fascists, the communists, the Marxists of other countries, but their willingness to just openly take more rights that this country was built on, more unalienable beliefs, bastardize more of our property rights. It's clearly that they're picking this fight. This is a fight that they picked with law-abiding Illinoisans. They picked it openly. This isn't going to affect one low-life, wretched scumbag that's going to kill God knows how many fellow Democrats in Chicago tonight. It's not going to affect one of these idiots that can't read or do math. It's only going to affect the people who said, okay, well, that's reasonable. I'll go along with it. Okay, that's all right. I'll pay the extra taxes. Okay, I'll be, uh, uh, I'll be violated one more time. This is what happens when you give an inch. They can never take enough. The, the thirst for totalitarianism is insatiable among these corrupt mafia rat bastards, isn't it? It is, and you brought up an excellent issue a lot of Americans need to have a good, long, hard look at themselves in the mirror and have that conversation of, why have I not stood up and fought this? Yeah. 
you know, our entire national mythos is the strong, independent American colonist that fought against the, the yoke of tyranny that was the British crown. Well, the truth is, it was 13 separate colonies, colonies that banded together to overthrow the yoke of tyranny. Yeah. And our national model says it best. E pluribus unum, out of many one. Americans, hard, conscious, grateful, God-fearing, constitutionalist Americans, they need to have that hard conversation with themselves and realize, you know what? I can no longer roll over. I need to get involved. Because mm -hmm. Illinois was once the state of Lincoln, <laughs> and now it is the state that literally wants to enslave people. Yeah, And that's because... And, and I'm not trying to disparage your fellow citizens. That no, the only ones that listen, the only Illinois. ones that listen to me in Illinois, I think, like me and you. Believe me, I don't let the Democrats even listen. Go ahead. But the honest truth is, your listeners in Illinois, they need to have that good, long, hard chat with themselves, and they need to get involved. Yes, it's hard. Yes, I understand. We all have mortgages. We all have jobs. We all have families that we need to raise. That we need to take care of. That businesses that we have to keep open so we could provide roofs over our heads so we could have the people that we employ be able to put roofs over their families. Yeah. I understand that. But our founding fathers said it best. They put their sacred honor on the line, and that included their wealth, that included their estates, that included their properties, that included their financial institutions. They put it all on the line to establish freedom. And we must not let them down. As the ancestors, as, as the offspring of the founding fathers, we must not let the idea of liberty go into the dark night. Because if we do, there is no other place in this world for us to go to. He is Luis Valdez. The organization is Gun Owners of America. You can find it online at gunowners.org. Correct, Luis? That is correct. And I was just going to say, ended this. The United States was the place my family came to after we fled communism in Cuba. There ain't no other place for us to go to. No, brother. I mean, where, the, the good news is, you know, I, I try to share this and articulate this to my fellow Illinoisans and fellow Chicagoans. The difference in the way the government protects the freedoms of Florida versus Illinois. And I'm just giving you that example because I love Florida. It's unbelievable. And you have the luxury of hanging up and you're going to be welcomed for your principles. Illinoisans now have to go through what your parents went through when Fidel took over in 59. They have to fear their own government. They have to not talk of freedom and liberty that we took for granted. That's the most disgusting point. And that's why it's crucially important that people like you and gun owners of America exists. I appreciate you for making time, and I appreciate you for always being willing and brave enough to speak truth to liars. Thank you very much, Luis Valdez. Thank you. Thank you for being that shining beacon of freedom on these in these dark and troubling times and spreading the truth on the airwaves. Thank you. Man. Thank you for what you do. Have a good weekend. I'll be back to take the rest of your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It all began tonight. <laughs> what the hell, Jay? You know what? I think I will watch The Sound of Music. I love that movie. The, 
I know it's West Side Story, but it's still that same thing. The Von Trapps. When I hear this kind of music, that's what I think about. The Austrians, who later became the Nazis. Tony in Riverside. Hey, Sean. First of all, which date can I run into you at the uh, Melrose Park Fest? Tomorrow or Sunday? Melrose Park. You mean the, you mean the taste of Elmwood Park? Uh, oh, I mean the taste of Elmwood Park. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I did go last year. It's very nice. I love, you know, I see so many old friends. I do love it. But I, I might go tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I'm, I'm really right, leaving. I'm, I got to catch a plane late at night. I figured it all out. But maybe tomorrow might all be right. good. Night. Go ahead. All right. But if I miss you, well, have a safe trip. Anyway, oh, I was wondering if you heard about an alderman here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they proposed to uh, have a committee formed to change the state flag. Yeah, I think they should change it. Do something like the Ukrainian Nazis. Like that ass off. do a like rainbow. The, no, no, no. They should do the, they should do the bolts. Like the Nazis, the National <laughs> Socialist Worker Parties. Do the bolts. Get it over Perhaps. with. Yeah. But, I it. mean, uh, the, the, we're broke. Do people not realize how much it costs to do something like that? They don't give a rip. How much did it cost to get that scumbag Rod Blagojevich's name off everything? Remember that step and fetch scumbag? If yeah, he wouldn't have yeah. married Sweet Polly Purebred, Dick Mel's daughter, you'd never know his name. Him and his moron brother, they were like two-bit bookies. Who the hell cares? In the meantime, Tony... Remember where this all stems from. I mean, I, I, I have thought a lot about that uh, since you and I talked. And I, I mean, I, I, I have to say, I think it makes political sense for both of us. Oh, no. I, I, look, I think this would be great. Yeah. I, mean, I, I have no problem with that. The, 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 the pitch, you know, the pitch for you, I think, is, um, you know, is, you know, you're picking, you know. Banking and financial experience and know-how and all of that, right? Yeah, I don't know about banking, right? Cause yeah, but financial know-how. Throw my sister in Superior Bank in. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to her bank? She get a class or something? Yeah, she was oh. chairman of a bank, and it, you know, it had, <laughs> it had uh, sub. Look at him laugh! Look at him laugh! Two Democrats scum, scourge, laugh, laugh it up, scumbags. Prime loans. I mean, oh, bad stuff. You know, Superior Bank turned out to be an inferior bank. Inferior, exactly. Yeah, but what happened to Superior Bank? Is that I can't think. Was that Alexi G and Penny Pritzker? What about Silky G, Janulius? What was his punishment? He's the Secretary of State now. That's why I think they should change the flag. Let's go with the Azov Nazis. The challenge made its way to the Illinois Supreme Court, and this morning, the court upheld the law. Now, advocates like Ashby Beasley, who survived the mass shooting in Highland Park, say this is a huge... Oh, yeah, the shooting. and all. Wasn't he a trans-testicle, too? You're not a transvestite, weren't you? Exactly. Very good. I like that. Inferior bank. Um, I haven't thought about that. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, laugh it up, scumbags. Illinois Nazis. Uh, Bob McHenry. Bob? Hello? Hi, Bob. Yes, sir. So I drove under a bridge and missed you for a second. I just wanted to know if you've ever seen that Penn and Teller video where they explain the Second Amendment. I'm going to confess I have not. I don't like when the one who pretended to be mute starts talking. It freaks me out. (laughs) The reason I like it is it does two quick things in a very short period of time. It refutes the idea that the founders never intended for us to have those weapons. And the other one that it does is it reminds everybody why the founders put the Second Amendment in there in the first place. Bob, they, it, it is so quick. amazing how ignorant Americans are. The whole point of it is so that the government, when it becomes abusive, 
when we can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt it's corrupt, when it acts fascistic, we can fight back. That's the point of it. And that's exactly why this video is great, because I was listening to your guest talk about the four boxes, and it reminds us why the founders let us keep that fourth box. Bob, do you think there's a real, I mean, I mean, you think there's an American who's not part of the mafia, not part of the culture of corruption, not profiting directly, that would stand by the policies of this government? Let's just take the foreign policy. I'm sure you know many veterans in your life. Do you think there's a one of them, one of them that stands by as they now know our, our military is showing people how to perpetrate horrific crimes in Africa, stage coups and slaughter innocent people? Because that's what's going on by the guys we train. Do you think one of them would would stand for that? Absolutely not. I know my father's opinion. I watched him while he was watching a he was a World War Two vet. He was watching a newscast, this is back in the 70s, where they were talking about American Nazis, and they were talking to children about why they wanted to do this, and it's not safe for radio, so I can't yeah, no, I... debate him, yeah. but the language that they were using and the things they were talking about doing, I watched my father's knuckles go, go white on the arms of his recliner. Bob, do you think there's a moron Democrat in Chicago? that knows the fact that after World War II, three times the amount of American households had weapons in them than right now? You think there's one of these idiots that has the perspective of history that your father fought for and all of your friends? My, me either, Absolutely Bob. Absolutely not. I appreciate you listening in the call, Bob. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Holly, in displays. Hey there. Um, when Carla had talked about pop-up COVID shots, so since we haven't really had COVID, you know, there's like a shock and awe, new something that might be coming down the pike. And somebody was telling me that in Colorado, there's uh, some Chinese labs with thousands of vials. So it's California. like a word to the, California. okay. And okay. But it's like a word to the wise. <laughs> Get prepared. Holly, okay. that is why I try to communicate to people the difference in a government that fights for your rights versus one that uses its power against those rights is amazing. And that's what solidified me forever with Florida because I was there and I left here as these slobs who laugh at us as they steal our money. We're taking away businesses, the right of mobility, every principle of this nation. Well, that state and 20 others fought for the American citizens. I never put a mask on my face and I never would not for 20 million would I put that shot in my arm? Not for my life would I listen to Pritzker or Rod Blagojevich as they laugh at taking them away. Anyway, so yeah, but I was nothing to do with that, so that's not going to be my problem. But, but no, I think my problem, if you, the only problem I can come up with for you, I got a lot of reasons why it makes sense. The problem for you would be, same problem with the Senate, really. I've given you contributions. No. And what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, JP. No, go ahead. Well, no, total non-issue. First of all, you give money to everybody, like Lisa Madigan, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Which, incidentally, if you can do for me what you did for her before the end of the year, can you think about that? There you go, whore. Beg for more money, Rod Blagojevich, J.B. Pritzker. Shorten the pants, mafia, Chicago Democrats, the scum of the earth, and all responsible for the destruction, the quality of your life.
the property values, the wasted money, the abuse, the lies of banks as they laugh at you. What happened after 08? That's what it's like to be a Chicago Democrat. Are you used to it? Yeah, me either. 312-642-5600. I mean, I've got this thing, and it's golden. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, yeah, a lot of Ukrainian money going. Where's that lowlife roach, short-in-the-pants, Democrat mafia couple? President Biden is asking Congress for more than $20 billion in emergency aid to support Ukraine. Boy, oh boy, that's a better scam than even Blago or J.B. Pritzker, who thinks meatloaf is a condiment. Uh, do I want to go to Kevin? He's just going to do the same thing. Bah, 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 bah. No, I don't want to go to Kevin. Al, Wisconsin. Oh, hi, Sean. You were talking about fighting back against the corrupt machine before. Here are a couple of ways that can be done. Obviously, the best way is what you did. Just leave the People's Republic of Illinois. But if you're stuck there, and you, especially if you live near a state line, do your shopping across the state line. Leave your money elsewhere. Starve the vampire that is sucking the blood out of you. Don't you know, now, that's the main thing, right? The main thing is this. You're, you're, they're laughing at us like Pritzker. And, and, and Blagojevich, they laugh at you because most people can't, right? And I get that. But for the ones that can, the, the producers, the overachievers, the idea that, you've, that I would fund these low-life roaches, I couldn't live with it. And it was bad enough. It's, you know, when I know how to figure out the value of assets. And you realize when you depreciate the, the value of your money in Illinois and you inflationally adjust it, you realize in 20 years you lost 50%. As the real estate prices just get destroyed and the taxes goes more. I can't mentally fund these rat bastards anymore. Shop out of state. Starve them. Oh, I, it kills me. I got to buy gas on the way home. It kills me. I'm like, I'm like I was in the 80s. $5 ethyl. Thank you very much, Al. Because every gallon ever saw everyone. 10 cents extra just for Illinois. Not to mention Pritzker doubled it. What are you paying? 480 450 460 Go ahead. Wallow in it, rats. By the way, I just got a, a, a friend of mine. I asked him right during the commercial break, what's gas in Naples, Florida? 85 cents minimum, average, less than Illinois. And you get all this luxury. What kind of luxury you get? The under over is Maui. Will there be more or less people shot in just Chicago than people that were died by a suspicious fire started in Maui? I say more. Marcos Oakbrook. Hey, Sean. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, you're an absolute gift to us here in Illinois. I really appreciate uh, all the stuff that you put out there for us to uh, learn from. Um, I, I called last night just because I wanted to uh, recommend an organization that I heard about early, earlier in the week called Tactical Civics. They have a website, tacticalcivics.com. They have some uh, uh, yes. weekly calls on Sundays that you can listen to. And basically they're using the constitution to once again, place the uh, citizen above the politician where we can form in each of our own local counties, things called grand juries to then uh, bring about the corrections that we need 
with those politicians and kick them out. Or, or this is what Larry Clayman talks about. This is why I wanted you to call back. I'm on it right now, and it's it's exactly what he speaks of: the power of the American citizen. Once the government has become obviously corrupted and stopped performing its duties and abiding by the oath and the principles of the nation, it's an interesting topic that I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to reach out to these people and, and see if we can get them on. It's very, very interesting when you realize all of the powers the people really have. See, I think the forefathers understood there would be a time when this kind of open and notorious bribery and pay-to-play scheme that Pritzker and Blagojevich laugh at, when it becomes too overwhelming and there's the system that, that is supposed to protect your rights abuses them. It's a coup d'etat of principles. And they knew that there would be a party. I wonder, I, I don't think they thought it would be the Democrats, but I'm pretty sure they knew it would be some bastardization of it. Marcos in Oakbrook, thank you for the call and the time. Thank you. All right, thank you. Have a good weekend. In the meantime, uh, Kevin, I love you to death. But how much time we got? Not, I got 30 seconds. Kevin, go ahead. Real quick. Go ahead, join and get involved. Hurry up, hurry up. Let me help you. Go Thanks ahead. for the 30 seconds. I promise I won't talk about the precinct strategy that uh, Louis Valdez talked about and the fact that Kevin from Las Vegas called me and he joined. The yeah, we heard party. all about it. All what right. I will talk about. What I will talk about that is I think the Hamburglar should be on the cover or should be on the new flag. Oh, what do you think? If we, yeah, we got to get we got to get something on his head, like a bolt or something, like the Azov Nazis that we give our money to in Ukraine and we pretend they're not stealing it. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. Ah, it's only the aid money. Now they're stealing. Okay, you know what, Squirrel? If things don't work out here and the fascists remove me from radio, I, I, I'm going to help you. We'll go over to Kiev and we'll sell Bentleys. I hear they can't keep them on the floor. In the meantime, remember, we're going to win this. Not just because we have phenomenal states, not run by this mafia, this syndicate called Democrats, but because we're Americans. And the principles of this country will, will win the day. They'll be impugned. They'll be bastardized. They'll be assaulted and abused by Democrats, even when they pretend to be judges. But ultimately, we will win because we're Americans. Now, cue the music, squirrel.
Everybody have a good weekend, safe weekend. If you're in Chicago, keep your head on a swivel. If you're at O'Hare, will you get the hell out of the way at TSA? Those idiots are looking for any excuse not to let us go through and get the hell out of here. In the meantime, safe, healthy weekend. Stay away from Democrats. We'll be back in Monday. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.